When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host. And Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 163, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. My guest today says, you don't need permission to be great. And joining me on today's show is Charles Wyatt Johnson. Charles is a pastor, he's an author, a speaker, and a coach, affectionately called the sexologist. And Charles helps faith-based, kingdom-minded people go from good to great and from great to phenomenal. He's the creator of the Mountain Mover Method and Charles has a Masters of Divinity in Leadership from Liberty University and he's married with two children. Charles and his wife have pastored the Well Church in Raleigh, New NC, which I believe is North Carolina for, for the last 15 years. Wow. And on today's show, Charles is going to share how to eliminate those obstacles that stand between us and our business's success. He's going to talk about how to use our divine gifts and talents to start or expand our business, as well as how to overcome fear and procrastination to achieve maximum success in business and of course for the kingdom. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. Lots of uh, great topics to speak about today. Uh, share with us, if you will. I, I love hearing people's backstories of how they started up their own business. And so what was it for you? What was your journey? Well, um, it started probably a good four or five years ago. Um, I was pastoring at the time and I was not very excited about pastoring uh, mm -hmm. because one, uh, family was really struggling financially. We were doing all the right things as far as loving God's people, uh, teaching the word of God. But from a financial perspective, it just was not coming together for us. So uh, to be really transparent with you, I got in an argument with God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, we're fussing. I, I'm fussing at him about why things aren't coming together. What else? If this is not what I'm supposed to be doing, just tell me yeah. and I'll do something different. Um, so. Uh, this went on for about a week and a half or so. And then one morning, I was reading and meditating one morning. And I really felt the, the Spirit of God say to me, it's not my fault. Speaking from Him, it wasn't His fault. Mm. That where I, where I was currently was not His fault. And so that was a hard pill to swallow. Because I'm like, well, well whose fault <laughs> is it? If it's not yours, I don't want to be here. So He began to really deal with me about... Uh, my beliefs. What do I really believe? 
mm-hmm. uh, not just about, not theoretically, just what we read, but what do I really inwardly believe about myself, about the God that's in me, about what is, what is possible. And the Holy Spirit really began to minister to me that um, my thoughts weren't right. Um, I wasn't saying the right things personally to mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a lot of things I wasn't, wasn't, I wasn't doing, even as a pastor. So the more I began to get those things together, my thoughts, uh, my personal declarations, um, tearing down some of the uh, wrong beliefs that I've, I've had, that I've grown up with, mm-hmm. uh, all those things. When I started changing all those things, everything else started to change. Uh, my ministry started to change. My outlook started to change. Um, even my own personality began to change. Uh, the more I found out who God really called me to be, mm-hmm. what he's put place in me, and how I am called to touch the world with what he's given me. Yeah, amazing. You know, and it's how often, uh, even when we have conversations with God like that and, and we come to him with our frustrations He just loves us so much. He is there with us all the way, guiding and uh, leading us. And, uh, you know, and so often we we dare not have those conversations. But I tell you what, now that you are working and you're impacting the lives of many people, you know, within business and really helping them expand, as you've said, you really feel that this is where God has has placed you because you're using a lot of gifts and talents. What would you say to someone who is struggling through that right at the moment. What are some, if you were to, to, to give three key bullet points of what you mm-hmm. did that you can see really th- saw you through, what would those be, those three bullet points? Well, number one, um, I've had to realize a thing that brought me the most fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, preaching did, but there was more to it than that for me. Yeah. Uh, be, watching people grow brought me fulfillment. People saying, I never thought of it that way, and that helped, that brought me fulfillment. The, uh, the second thing that came to, uh, that helped me find out what my purpose really was, yeah. was a thing that made me angry, the thing that really got under my skin and caused me to pray. Yeah. The, that thing for me was people not living to the, their, their uh, potential, especially in God, especially in the kingdom, mm-hmm. that we are supposed to be the example. We are the benchmark. And in, in my particular context, I just didn't see it. And it got under my skin. Mm-hmm. The third thing was actually finding out, God, what have you placed in me? I mean, I'm talking about from a small child. Mm-hmm. What were people coming to me, um, asking me about? And every time, and every time, it was advice about, Charles, how can I do better? Mm-hmm. Charles, give me some advice on how, what I'm supposed to do in this particular situation. Uh, it was always these kinds of questions. It's, it was never, it was never a question about well, how do you bake a cake yeah. or uh, how do you cook a hamburger. It was always about I want to do better. Help me, show me how to do it. Yes. And so those are the three areas I encourage anybody to start looking at the things that make you upset, the things that bring you fulfillment, mm. and the thing that everybody asks you about. Yeah. What do they come to you for? When your phone rings, mm-hmm. why are they calling you? Yeah, love that. And such when you repeat them back to yourself and we hear them, they seem like common sense. But when we're uh, talking about ourselves and we're in the situation, often common sense, mm-hmm. there is no common sense. And so I, <laughs> right. I love those three principles. So good. Let's talk about eliminating obstacles. 
I think uh, that we can have the best processes, the best systems in place, yet mm -hmm. there can still be obstacles that keep us stuck from living our yes. full potential. What can we do yeah. to eliminate them? Well, number one, you have to recognize that they are there. The worst mm -hmm. prison to be in is the one you don't know you're in. Mm -hmm. So you have to recognize that this is what it is. I mean, it's, 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 you have to tell the obstacle, I know that you're there. Yes. It's partly where, where the mountain movers group comes from. It comes from that scripture where Jesus was talking to the disciples at the mountain range. He was pointing to the mountain. And he says to them to speak to the mountain. Well, in order to speak to anything, you have to acknowledge that it's there. Yeah. And the mere fact that it's there does not mean you're less of a person or you've done something wrong. Really, it's the people that aren't trying, that aren't making the mistakes, yeah. that aren't coming up against the obstacles. So one, recognize that it's there. And then number two, think through it. Sometimes we allow our emotion and what we don't know and what we don't have and what we don't see yeah. to overwhelm us. The reason that the obstacle is there is so it can be overcome. Yeah. It's not there to stop you. It's not there to hinder you. It's there for you to become stronger, better, smarter, uh, more creative, mm -hmm. all these things. That's why, I, why obstacles are there. Yes. And many times it gives us the opportunity to see the hand of God. Yeah. Because wherever there, wherever there is no faith, you won't find God. Mm -hmm. The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please him. So we go as far as we can go, and then the blessed obstacle comes up. So now God can step in, mm -hmm. and he can start giving us these, these things, these keys, these relationships, these opportunities that help us overcome the actual obstacle. Uh, the final thing you really need to do with the obstacle is to talk to it. Mm -hmm. Say something to the obstacle. And what I, I know that sounds kind of crazy <laughs> just saying it, but many times you have to tell yourself, okay, I know that you're there. Mm. I know that you're there and I know what you're trying to do and I'm not going to give in to that. Mm -hmm. I'm not, especially when it comes to things like fear and procrastination. I'm just not going to give in to it today. I feel you. I understand you. Mm -hmm. I recognize this voice. I recognize this feeling, but I'm going to do it anyway. Check me out tomorrow. Maybe I'll give in tomorrow, yeah. but not today. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, sometimes we, if we're focusing on it too much, then it, it just completely blows way out of proportion. And often, you know, we are called to take um, the action step, even if we are not fully aware of where it's going to be, where God is leading us. You know, that's really where right. faith sets in. What would you say then, to? because I know that, I'm sure that you would have uh, gone through this yourself, is that there are often obstacles which can be, beliefs that we took on board as a, as a child, something we heard, something we observed through our parents or close family mm -hmm. members or someone else, that can often be so deeply embedded in who we are that we're not really mm -hmm. recognizing that that's keeping us stuck. So what right. would you say to someone that may be struggling? And we're talking about mindset, of course, uh, mm -hmm. in that. Would it be that we need to take that to prayer to have the Holy Spirit show us where is it that I need to maybe um, ask for forgiveness around, change, and, and really from a supernatural mm -hmm. point of view, have you helped me change that, Lord? What would you say are some things? Because I think that that's one of the key areas. Mindset can keep us stuck. Oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, the Bible talks about uh, as a man thinketh in his heart, so mm -hmm. is he. And um, the heart there, of course, not meaning physical beating organ, 
uh, the Hebrew word actually means mind, thoughts, attitude. Mm -hmm. So as a man's mind, thoughts, and attitude are, he thinks them over and over again, so is he. Um, so that's who I am. I've gotten myself there based upon how I've been thinking. So what we have to go to the Holy Spirit about is help me to be consciously conscious of what I'm thinking that's not in alignment with what your word is. Mm. Because many times we have we are living out somebody else's beliefs. Mm -hmm. You know, our grandparents, it didn't happen for our grandparents, so they tell you don't do it because it didn't happen for them. Now they're not purposely trying to hurt us, they're really trying to protect us. But at the same time, they are embedding things in us that many times aren't according to the word of God. The Bible yeah. says to us to uh, pull down, uh, Paul, even in the Greek, he means to wrestle down every image mm -hmm. that rises up above the image of who Christ is. Yeah. But in order for us to do it, we got to recognize it. And there are so many people uh, outside and inside the church that are living their life on autopilot. Yeah. We're not even thinking about what we're thinking. Mm -hmm. We're just going about our day, doing what we do. Um, many times, you know, people that go to work the same way every day, they're missing the trees and they're yeah. missing the old lady that walks down the sidewalk. They're missing yeah. that because yeah. they, they've been, they've trained themselves, turn right here, stop here, turn left here. Yeah. And so sadly, we're living our life the same way. Mm -hmm. So we have to become consciously conscious of the thoughts and then stop the thoughts because we have a choice. Mm -hmm. You have a choice about what you're going to think. You can't stop the thought from coming in but you can choose whether or not you're going to let it stay. Yeah, so, so true. And something we have to be mindful of every single day because as we know, the enemy will get in there and he will trigger oh. you. Um, and, and often what I do now, and you may have heard this on other podcasts, if I'm triggered, that is an indication I need to pray about this. I need to yes. get some word in here because otherwise it's just going to fester. Um, mm -hmm. and, and actually I start to celebrate things now. We usually, we, we, we run and we'll try and hide, but I celebrate mm -hmm. because it means I can be thankful for another area that God has now revealed to me. If you uh, go, go through this, um, I'll strengthen yes. you through that. So, um, it, it's, I, yeah. I, I, I laugh and I clap because I thought I was the only person on the planet that did that. <laughs> no, no, no. I look at it. <laughs> I got you. This is another area where you, you're, yes, yes. <laughs> we're going to yes. dive into this. And it, it is true. You start to be a yes. lot more mindful, I think. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we serve a, 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 an amazing God who, you know, as yes. we say, it says in the Bible, nothing is impossible. And nothing we need to be mindful uh, because there, there is us in the equation too. We certainly need to, to be willing and able divine gifts and talents to start yes. or expand our business. And you said something earlier, we mentioned this in your um, introduction, that one of the things that really annoys you is when you don't see people living to their full potential. I reckon all of us, we you know, don't recognize the incredible gifts and talents God has uh, gifted us with and, and built yes. into us, if you will. What do we need to know Absolutely. about how to use them? Yes. Um, I really believe that the gifts and the talents that God has given to each one of us are given to us for three reasons. One is given to us to be a blessing to the kingdom, to draw mm -hmm. attention to God and the kingdom. Number two, it is um, given to us for, uh, for it to be a help to other people, that the gifting that we have, the talent, the gift, the, the uh, attribute that we have is to be a blessing to other people and other people should 
walk away better from us uh, when when they leave us. They should be better. Mm. The final thing is that it should also be a blessing to you personally. There should be a reward for you being obedient and using the gift the way it's supposed to be used. You mm -hmm. see it all throughout the Bible. You see the guys with the talents, the guy that used the talent the right way, he received even more talent. Uh, mm -hmm. We see where there is a reward for that particular person. However, we're not very aware of what our actual divine, mm -hmm. God-given gifts are. Uh, we count them as, oh, I just like doing this, or oh, this is mm -hmm. just something that, you know, it just comes natural to me. Those are those gifts that are divinely given to us. There's many times um, the gifts that we have only operate in a certain environment. Mm -hmm. People only call you when they're in trouble. And so that, that, that turns it on for you. Yeah. That, that switch comes on. Yeah. Uh, sometimes people only, they only call you when they want prayer. That turns it on for you. Mm -hmm. So we have to recognize these divine gifts and not just pass them off like this. It's just, oh, I've, I've done this since I was a child. Oh, it's nothing for me. Mm -hmm. No, these are the areas. And truth be told, and God will bring people into your life to activate the gift that is in you. Mm. Again, we got to be consciously conscious. When people are asking me for advice or they're asking me for help, who are they? What are they asking about? Mm. Why are they coming to me? I talk, I have some private coaching clients and they'll be like, why do people always ask me for advice? Mm -hmm. It's because it's in you. Mm -hmm. All, they see it in you, so that's what they're reaching for. That's what they want. Again, it's, it's, um, it's the reason why people don't ask me to cook a cake. They know <laughs> I'm not good at that. They call my wife for that kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. you have to be uh, consciously conscious of the gifting because God has given it to you and the enemy. Uh, the outside world, they don't want you to know what it is because mm -hmm. it draws people to Christ. The reason he gave it to you, the mm -hmm. reason he's called you into business, sure, you know, so, so you can take care of your family, and you can bless your, your local ministry, but still it is a vehicle to win souls. So certainly mm -hmm. the enemy doesn't want you to know that you're gifted in business. Yeah. The enemy doesn't want you to know that your, your speaking is going to attract attention and your marketing skills can be used to make the kingdom even even larger oh the enemy doesn't want you to know that so he'll no. keep try to keep you in the dark yeah and make so your true. gifts seem very very small yeah something i love about um the the three aspects that you mentioned you know it is to further the kingdom to further mm -hmm. others and be a blessing in other people's lives and then a blessing mm -hmm. to ourselves as you yeah. mentioned those, I think the order in which you shared that is important too because how often mm -hmm. do we use our gifts or want to use our gifts for ourselves first? And as we mm -hmm. are commanded and encouraged in the Bible, seek first the kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, and that would yes. go very true too. So all those three are important. We need to be mindful, don't we, that there is a balance yes. there. But first and foremost, the kingdom and others first. And then God is able to bless us. I'm sure you've got an incredible... Um, you know, stories, not that you need to share them now, but that you've seen <laughs> that when we do that, God rewards us in ways that we just could not expect or even have hoped Absolutely. for, yes? Absolutely. Even even this, what we're doing right now um, is a result of those three things in that order. Yeah. Because, um, you know, when you reached out to me on Instagram, I think it was yes. on Instagram, 
I was like, oh, wow, this is great. I didn't, didn't see it coming, didn't know yeah. it was going to happen. But by me trying to or looking to minister to other people mm -hmm. and to bring light and life to the world through Jesus Christ, this opportunity opened. Yeah. Again, wasn't looking for it, didn't expect it. But because I was thinking about the kingdom, then mm -hmm. I was thinking about how can I be a service to other people? God then rewarded on the other end by allowing this relationship yes. uh, to come into fruition. So it, it, you're absolutely right. There is an order yeah. and there is, is a way it should be done. And he always, he always rewards order. Yeah. He always rewards when we do things the way he has prescribed it in his word. Seek me first. I'll do everything else. But yeah. make sure you put me in the right order. Um, you know, let me be God. I'll be the only God. I I'm the only God that you're going to have. So, mm -hmm. so give it to me first. Then I'll make sure that everything else you need is provided. Yeah, so, so true. And in actual fact, as you mentioned that, Charles, I re recall this morning as I was doing, I, I always use Instagram now. It's a great way um, to uh -huh. connect. And as I'm reaching out with the invitations, it's, and exactly like I said, who do you want? Who who is it, Lord, that you want me to invite on the show that we can provide a platform for, and uh, and and that thrills me. So you know, and, and and it blesses me, and it blesses the audience as well. And so God is really, as I said, uh, moving in in incredible ways, connecting. I mean, if it weren't yes. for this technology. Uh, we can say a lot about social media and technology, but my goodness, God is there leveraging that to have his message oh, be shared yes. on a global yes. scale. So uh, how incredible uh, is that? Let's talk about fear and procrastination. Yes. <sighs> These two yes. things can often hold many people stuck, yes? Yes, it can. Yes, mm. it can. And um, procrastination and fear, they're almost like, you know, cousins. They kind of run together. Procrastination, number one, I think is, and I say this really, really strong, and sometimes people, you know, are pushed back a little bit from it, but procrastination is really almost like a slap in God's face mm -hmm. because we say, uh, I'll do it tomorrow as if we have control over our own lives, mm -hmm. that we know how long we're going to live, that tomorrow is guaranteed to us. So when we say we're procrastinating, we're trying mm -hmm. to say that, you know, I know how long I'm going to be here. But when the Bible says that, you know, he, he's the only one that knows the number of hairs on our head or mm. how long we're going to actually exist on this planet. So procrastination mm. can really become something um, that is detrimental mm. to what God wants to do in our businesses, in our ministries, in our lives, in relationships. Uh, so we have to take it very, very seriously. We have to ask ourselves, why am I putting this off? Mm. What am I afraid of? Because again, they run together. Procrastination usually is is uh, a cover up for fear. Yeah. Am I afraid I'm going to fail? Am I afraid people are not going to like it? Or am I afraid I'm going to succeed and people aren't going to like me anymore? Mm. So we have to really dig deep behind what this procrastination is. And then as soon as we recognize procrastination, we have to do it. Mm. One thing that helped me is when I felt like, oh, I can do it tomorrow. I had to say, no, do this now. Mm. Do it right now. Whether you're ready to do it or not, do it right now. Many times people across our mind, you call them, but we'll say, oh, I'll do it later. No, call them now. There's a reason why that person crossed your mind. Mm. There's a reason why um, God has put you in this uncomfortable position to do a presentation in front of a group of other business people, and you don't know who they are. They don't really know you, 
but God opened the opportunity for you to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. So don't push off the engagement. Don't put it off because you don't know what I'm going to do. And, oh, you know, mm -hmm. or a being perfect. Perfectionism is another form of procrastination. It's got to be perfect. I got to make sure it's all right because I want to present myself well. I get the, uh, the, the feeling that they're trying to per, per, portray, mm -hmm. but you know, and this is no, I, I love Apple, but you know, they put out Apple phones with bugs in them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So they know it's not perfect when I put it out. I'll, yeah. I'll fix it along the way. Yeah, so so we have to be thinking the exact same way. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be perfect. All the, the, the ducks don't have to line up. Mm. do it anyway don't allow fear and procrastination many times fear fear are these things that we drum up in our own minds mm -hmm. we already say oh they're not going to like me but they don't even know you no. you know it's, it's not going to work well you haven't tried it yet how do you know yeah, that is so not going to work yeah. um you know i heard a story one time about a gentleman that wouldn't go outside because there might be a lion outside Okay. There might be a lion outside, <laughs> so I'm not going to go because there might be one out there. And we, some of some of us, we live our whole lives that way. Yeah, we're afraid what is of our what line? might happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Something that we mentioned earlier that one of the quotes that you say is, "We don't need permission to be great." Yes. I think you know sometimes in business, if we look at ministry and in the church, I mean, we're taught to be humble, and, and that's so important. Mm -hmm. With business, of course, there are goals that we need to set. There are, you know, all of those really important. Speak a little bit about that, I think, because sometimes it's almost like we have to hold ourselves back, whereas God's created us to be bold, to be courageous yes. and to step out. Speak a bit more about that because I think you can share some great insights that will be helpful for many. When I was growing up, the scripture that I heard the most was never think more highly of yourself than you ought to. And it spoke to being proudful and haughty. Mm. Um, so in my mind, I always thought that I was, in every situation, I was supposed to be humble. You mm. always let somebody else go ahead of you. You never tooted your own horn. You never made your presence known. Mm. And I was taught that by people who really didn't understand what the scripture meant. Yeah. In business, God is giving us the opportunity to be out front. And you don't have to ask God for that permission. He's already given it to us. Mm -hmm. We are his examples, his ambassadors in the earth. We are the ones that people should be looking toward. Mm -hmm. So certainly there should be a bold humility about us. We should be able to stand up and talk and do what we need to do, but then be humble enough to understand where that power comes from, mm -hmm. where that gift comes from, where that creativity comes from. So when people try to uh, shine light only on our ability, mm. we are cognizant enough to say, no, 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 no. It's not just my ability, but it's God's strength through me. Mm -hmm. This is God working through me. Without him, I can do nothing. Yeah. So we don't need permission to be great. He created us great already. Mm -hmm. The scripture that says we are wonderfully and fearfully made. That's huge yeah. because he has said to us, I have put all of me in you. The Bible says the kingdom of God is in you. Mm -hmm. So when did God ask anybody's permission for him to be God? He said, yeah. no, I'm God. You're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's saying to us too, you are my child. You are my representation. You are the mirror of me on the planet. Yeah. So what I need for you to do is to do like it says in Genesis, 
take dominion, be the one in control, but always recognize that that power is not yours. Mm -hmm. That power comes to you from him. So when people start, because people recognize your gifts and your talents and you're gifted, oh, you're just wonderful. That's what they see. Yeah. But we need to push them, point them toward mm -hmm. with humility where that actually comes from. Yeah, so, so true. And I think there's, a, it, there's such a balance required, isn't it? And and so mm -hmm. often for years when people would compliment me, oh, it's nothing. You know what? When we do that, we're actually negating God's greatness and yeah. blessing in us. Say thank you and let it be uh -huh. thank you. Not that uh -huh. they're going to your head or patting ourselves on the back, but thank you because, yes. um, you know, those gifts and talents when we're able to use it, as we said, for the furtherance of his kingdom, for the blessing mm -hmm. of others, then that ultimately is going to bless us, which in, in turn will mean that we can go out and do even more for the kingdom. And um, right. I think I love what you've said today. I mean, it's so important. We need to be so mindful about, um, you know, recognizing some of the barriers. Often we're struggling because we haven't recognized mm -hmm. them. We don't know what our mountains are. Yeah. Um, to be able to get those obstacles out of the way. And mm -hmm. fear and procrastination can often be indicators around where some mm -hmm. of those obstacles need to be. Where, Charles, can people find out more about the services and uh, you know the programs that you offer? What's the best way for them to connect with you? The very best way is uh, on social media. I'm on Instagram, uh, the underscore successologist. Also on Facebook, Charles Johnson, page two. Um, you can go to our church website, uh, well, the Well Church, wellchurchinc.com. You can go there. Mm -hmm. If you like, you could call me if you want to. You can at 919-228-9679. Those are all the ways to get a hold of me anywhere on the planet. Yeah, fantastic. And, of course, we'll put all of those details on our show notes, which will be found ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE163. Charles, it's been an absolute pleasure and honor to speak with you today. I uh, am blessed, blessed by so many of my guests and you are certainly adding to that today. May I finish uh, the show uh, with a word of prayer for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Charles today and be reminded that each and every one of us has been gifted with blessings, with abilities, with, with strengths and divine gifts, that when we align them with what your will is, when we contribute to the growth of your kingdom, when we use our gifts and our strengths to bless others, then Lord, the journey and the pathway and the outcomes that we have for blessings back to us. Well, my goodness, it's just uh, amazing. Thank you for our brother Charles for, for the insights that he shared today, for the learnings that he's shared. Uh, and we just ask for your continued blessings on the church, on his work, and of course, the clients that he's working with um, as well. Father, we love you. And uh, we just bring this all forward, forward in the, the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Chief. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been uh, such a blessing. We'll have to get you back um, please, please. to uh, to share more of uh, your insights because I think everything that you talked about today um, is so valuable. And something I think as we continue to grow our business, there are other paradigms, other beliefs that mm -hmm. we need to challenge and have, of course, the Holy Spirit change to yes. a more divine, uh, aligned belief. And so it would be good to get you back on the show. 
Thank you for the opportunity. I really, really appreciate it. I'm humbled by it. Thank you. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklists to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.